The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is DFS simplified. Head over to PricePicks.com and use the promo code SGP for a 100% deposit match up to $100. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io. That's SoBet.io. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to betterfantasy.com slash SGP. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com slash SGP. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and free podcasts. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. Also follow the Twitter account for BetMUFC. It's at BetMUFC, at BetMUFC. There'll be no BetMUFC podcast for these midweek games because, of course, the game between Brentford and Manchester United has been postponed. So BetMUFC We'll be back in time for the weekend. We'll be looking back at Man United's poor performance against Norwich, to be honest. We'll be looking at Man United's Champions League draw and we'll be looking ahead to the game against Brighton. For more coverage on the Champions League, there will be a reaction show to the last 16 draw, including the fact that it was done twice. That one will be available tomorrow. We'll be looking at all the futures markets for the Champions League as well. To get all of my additional content, head over to my website, lockbetting.com. That's lockbetting.com, where I've guided my clients to 102 months in a row of transparent track profit. And I've just had my best run in history in sports betting. I have landed 22 winning one-unit plays in a row. Now, one unit is a maximum play on my site. We very rarely go over that, especially not for daily plays, maybe for futures, but we rarely go over one unit for daily plays. And I have landed 22 of those top plays in a row. So if you want to get involved and get in on the action, head over to lockbetting.com. Had you signed up last week, you would have been involved with that and you would have got those 22 winning plays in a row. The streak still continues. So hopefully we can make that even longer by landing a lock here on this show. The lock run at the moment is very, very strong as well. We have currently landed 11 straight winning locks across the free plays here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We are coming off another week of sweeping the locks across Scamessa Italia. We pushed in the EPL and we landed the lock on the fight show as well. So we look to continue that momentum going here on this show as we look at this midweek EPL slate. But go over to lockbetting.com to get all of your extra content. You can just start low with a podcast pack. 
get your feet wet with a podcast pack or you can just go straight to the top and get the fully tracked pack which is delivered 102 months in a row of transparent track profit that means for over eight years i haven't had a single losing month in sports betting we are winning nearly every single day in the nba five of those 22 plays came in the nba we have five straight one unit winners in the nba we are killing it in the nfl killing it more than anyone else out there 11 winning weeks so far out of 14 and we had a 5-0 sweep for one unit plays for week 14. Absolutely phenomenal week. Look us on my posts on Twitter to see what we actually did this week. And of course, it goes without saying, we are doing very, very well in soccer. I don't think it's really a debate anymore. I am the best soccer capper out there. We are delivering consistent results all of the time. We've been doing that for over seven and a half years here on the show. And if you want to just go for a soccer package, you can do that by heading over to lockbetting.com. Moving on with this edition of the EPL show, we're going to begin with the Tuesday night games. Obviously, as I said, Manchester United aren't playing. So we are now reduced down to just two games here for the slate. And we will begin with Norwich City versus Aston Villa as Dean Smith manages against his old team here. His new team are the underdogs here at 9-4, to four, the home dogs. It's 23-10 on the draw and it's 5-4 to four here on Aston Villa. Aston Villa, since Gerrard took over, have only lost to top calibre competition and they've only lost by a single goal to Manchester City and Liverpool. So coming up in this spot, I think they'll be able to beat Norwich City. I think Gerrard will be able to come up with a game plan. This will be a, a game, obviously, that Dean Smith desperately won't want to lose. But I don't think that will really change anything because I don't think he has the personnel here to to get the results that he wants and to keep Norwich City up. Norwich City have lost 10 of their 16 Premier League matches this season. And Aston Villa have won three of their five games under Gerrard, only losing to Man City and Liverpool, as I said. Villa have conceded in nine of their last 10 games. So Norwich could contribute towards the scoring here. And also nine of Aston Villa's 16 matches in the league this season have seen both teams score and nine of Villa's last 13 games have produced over two and a half goals. So strong data for that. But ultimately, I think Villa escape here with the points. I think this is a big win for Aston Villa as they continue to move their season in the right direction. Up next, we'll look at Man City versus Leeds. When Man City are unbackable as a one to nine favourite here, it's eight to one on the draw and it's 20 to one on Leeds. Yeah, we've got two really strong midweek favourites here in Man City at 1-9 and later on Liverpool at 1-10 against Newcastle. They're not even really worth sticking into parlay, so you are looking for alternative plays. With this one, I would be tacking on over two and a half goals here. You still have to lay a lot of juice to get that at 4-7, to seven, but I do think it'll be a game where we do see more than three goals. Leeds are starting to score a little bit more and even they could contribute towards the scoring in this game. Both teams are scoring five of Man City's last six competitive games, so they are starting to slip up slightly whilst still moving up the table and sitting top of the table at the moment during a recent run of form although um, they are conceding a lot more than usual. Leeds lost 3-2 at Chelsea at the weekend, but they've now scored in 81% of their league matches this season after a slow start. But ultimately, I feel a City win is inevitable. They are hitting 2.25 goals per game at the Etihad in the Premier League this season. And I think they'll wind up taking the points here once again. Man City have won 2-1 in three of the last six games. So that could be a scoreline to look at here. That's available at 16-1. Well worth a tiny sprinkle. But ultimately, Man City win this one for me with over two and a half goals being scored. And that's available at 4-7. to 
From here, we move on to Wednesday's games. Big slate on Wednesday. We have four games with Brighton at home to Wolves beginning things. Brighton are the 13 to 10 favourites to win this game. It's 21 to 10 here on the draw. And Wolves are the 9 to 4 underdogs. I think this will be a game where we don't really see many goals. It could easily play out into a draw. That seems to be what happens most of the time when Brighton play. They are the draw specialists. So a draw in itself could be worth a sprinkle here in this game. Brighton have drawn nine of their last 11 games. And seeing as you always get over plus 200 on draws, you would have made a ton of money blindly back in Brighton to draw all of their games on this run Wolves have failed to score in each of the last four coming into this and four of the last five meetings between these two teams have finished as a draw. So I would definitely sprinkle on the draw. There isn't much between these two teams, but my main bet here, the safest way to play this would be on the under. Wolves aren't scoring goals and when Brighton had been drawing these games, they've been primarily 1-1 draws, which would have been getting you under that under two and a half goals and also there have been some nil-nils as well. There haven't been a whole host of 2-2 exciting draws here for Brighton during this run. I think this will be a low-scoring game. We're actually looking at two of the lowest scorers in the Premier League when you're looking at these two teams. And it really wouldn't surprise me if these two teams cancel each other out with a nil-nil draw or another one-all draw or if somebody just nicks it by a single goal, if a cagey game is decided by a brilliant moment from one of the players in these two teams or a mistake even by somebody in these two teams. So I'm going to go for under two and a half goals here and that one is available at three to five between Brighton and Wolves. Up next, we look at Burnley versus Watford, a relegation six-pointer where Burnley are available here at 11 to 10. Sorry, it's 12 to 5 on the draw and it's 12 to 5 here on Watford. I think there's enough here for me to take Watford to avoid a defeat. They were very, very unlucky not to avoid a defeat against Brentford last time out. We took Brentford and both and we took both teams to score as well. So both of our leans came through, but I don't really think that we deserved it. I think Watford deserved to definitely get something from that game. And I think they may compensate for it here against the Burnley team who are nowhere near as reliable at home as they've been previously. Burnley have won just once in seven home games so far this season. And the hosts have only won one of the last seven at home two promoted teams as well. So where usually they would rely on picking up points in these six pointers, they haven't been doing well. And I think they're in trouble this season. I don't know if Sean Dyche is going to be able to wave the magic wand and save this team this time because they're looking more trouble than usual. Watford have won three of the last six meetings with current bottom eight teams and all of Watford's wins this season have featured at least four goals so you could be seeing goals here in this game usually you'd be looking at the likes of your Palaces your Burnleys previously your Sheffield United's and looking at low scoring games but there have been goals among the relegation teams this season I think we'll see goals here in this game and I think we could see Watford leaving with something and I like them on the double chance market to avoid a loss here against Burnley. Up next, we look at Palace versus Southampton, where Palace are the 5-4 to favourites on the money line. It's 9-4 to draw, and it's 13-5 to here on Southampton. Southampton are another team where I thought at the start of the season would be involved in relegation problems. I thought Palace would as well. I didn't think Patrick Vieira would do as well as he's done, but I think Southampton are going to be the team more likely to be down there. They've made an okay start to the season, but away from home, they're just poor. Um, they've lost 15 of the last 19 league trips 
whereas Palace have done very well under Vieira so far. They've had some big victories, including a 3-1 win over Everton on Sunday. The Saints have conceded 73 goals in this calendar year. Only four sides in Premier League history have conceded more. And all but one of the visitors' away defeats have been by at least two goals. So... The data implies that Crystal Palace should win this comfortably and therefore there's big value on them here at 5-4. to four. I don't know about the comfort, but I do think it's worth taking them here at plus money to pick up a home win against poor travellers here in the Saints. Final game on Wednesday sees Arsenal at home to West Ham, where Arsenal are 6-5 plus 120 favourites to win. It's 12-5 on the draw and it's also 12-5 here on West Ham. If Arsenal don't play against the perceived top four, which is Chelsea, Man City, Man United and Liverpool, they tend to pick up the points and I think they will pick up the points here against West Ham. I think West Ham are moving slightly in the wrong direction. That was inevitable because they were overperforming, but I think we are going to see West Ham have a little bit of a dip. I think the, the time where we bought... The future on Manchester United at plus money, at plus 100, for them to finish in the top four is going to be a very, very sound investment. That's one of the times where we do go over one units. We do that regularly with futures because I trust futures a lot more. They're cashing over 81% for lockbetting.com clients. And that's why we took that three unit future on Man United to finish in the top four. And I think a lot of that is going to be down to um, Tottenham not quite hitting the heights of Conte. Arsenal's inconsistency against big teams and West Ham just overperforming. And I think we see the better team winning this game. And despite the fact that West Ham have been better over the calendar year, Arsenal are a better team than West Ham, especially at home where they have the league's joint best home record winning six drawing one and losing one West Ham have picked up five points from the last five league games despite the fact that one of those was a big win at home to Chelsea the Hammers have twice won across their last 26 meetings with Arsenal so they've lost 19 of those 26 Arsenal own West Ham in this fixture and David David Moyes sorry has never won an away league game at Arsenal he's lost 13 of his 17 attempts, which is a very interesting statistic. I think that continues on here. I think Arsenal end up winning this game on Wednesday night. Up next, we look at Leicester versus Tottenham. And as far as I know, this game is on. Tottenham coming off the back of two postponements, but I believe this game is on. Leicester are the 11-10 favourites to win it. It's 5-2 on the draw and it's 23-10 here on Spurs. I think you have overwhelming data for goals here in this game. Over two and a half goals is available at three to four. I think that's a really good price. The safer get the safer bet though here would be to take both teams to score. That one is available at four to six minus one fifty. Cannot see a situation where both teams are not finding the net here in this game. I was talking about the overwhelming data. Well, here it is. When these two teams have played each other, there have been more than two and a half goals in four of the last five. Leicester's current record sees over two and a half goals cashing in seven out of the last seven. Tottenham have seen five of the last seven cash over two and a half goals. And both teams have scored in five of Leicester's last six games. So both teams to score here at four to six minus 150 seems like a must play. Obviously, I'm a little bit worried about that only because the Tottenham haven't played for a while and they've had this COVID outbreak and this is going to be their first game back if it gets played. But uh, I think if it does get played and Tottenham have been training and preparing for the game, I think there's no way you don't see both teams scoring here in this one on Thursday night. 
Up next, we see Chelsea versus Everton, where Chelsea are the wonderful favourites. It's five to one on the draw, and it's twelve to one here on Everton. I'm going to take Chelsea and over two and a half goals and hope that we get a contribution here from Everton. Chelsea are known for their watertight defence under Thomas Tuchel, but coming into this game, Chelsea have seen more than two and a half goals scored in six of the last seven, with both teams scoring in five of the last five. Everton have seen four of the last five games produce over two and a half goals, and both of these teams come into this game without a clean sheet in their last five games. So, Good data there for both teams to score. I'm going to take Chelsea to win and over two and a half goals just to be safe, just in case Everton don't contribute to the scoring. We still have Chelsea with the capability of scoring three goals. And they have been scoring goals in the last few games, even though results haven't been great for them and they have been conceding a lot more. Chelsea have delivered eight goals across their last three matches. Up next, we look at Liverpool versus Newcastle. Where Liverpool are one to eleven favourites. It's, it's uh, nine to one on the draw, and it's twenty-two to one here on Newcastle. Really, really difficult game. It's a handicap. I'm going to take a punt on Liverpool here to win this game to nil at minus one ten. I think this will be a game where Newcastle very much set up to try and contain Liverpool. That's what they've done previously in away games against Arsenal and Leicester. Perhaps they won't do it here because it hasn't worked, because it has resulted in them losing both games by a 6-0 aggregate. However, I'm not sure that Liverpool are the team that you want to come out and play an open game against because that could lead to a huge cricket score scoreline. Even if you do manage to score one goal playing that way, you could concede 4-5 at the other end. So... I'm going to go for Liverpool to win to nil. It was a play that would have cashed for you at the weekend as Steven Gerrard set his team up to be stubborn. Liverpool also won the game before that in the Premier League, 1-0 against Wolves as Wolves took a similar approach. I think this could be a third consecutive clean sheet for Liverpool, although I don't think it'll be as tough. I think they'll get the breakthrough earlier against a Newcastle team that don't defend well. They really need to sign defenders in January if they want to stay in the EPL. Closing out with your lock on the show, Locks are one-unit plays. So when I was talking about my one-unit top plays, that's what locks are. They are the strongest play on the board. And as I said over at lockbetting.com, we have landed 22 of these type of plays in a row. And of course, right here on the SGP, we are on a strong lock run. And I want to be protective of that. It was very difficult for me to find a lock here on this week's show. I do like the under between Brighton and Wolves. Obviously, there's strong supporting data for both teams to score in the Leicester versus Tottenham game, but you need to be a tiny bit cautious with that, with Tottenham just coming back. You don't want them to come back sluggish because they haven't played a competitive game for a while. So I think the best way to go here on this show will be to take Arsenal on the draw no bet market. So Arsenal as a pick. You obviously have to lay a little bit more juice than you do on the money line where Arsenal were available at 6-5. to five. But Arsenal here as a pick is available at 5-8. to eight. That's minus 160 US price. That's a little bit shorter than I've been taking my locks as of late, but I definitely think it's the safest play, uh, safest play on the board. I just don't see West Ham going to Arsenal and winning. Arsenal are very streaky. They seem to constantly go on these streaks where they're the worst team in the world and you see the idiots on Arsenal fan TV turning on them and saying that they want Arteta gone. And then they go on a little bit of a run where Arteta is the next Arsene Wenger and he's the man to turn the club around. So they're very, very fickle, are the Arsenal fans. You see a lot of this on social media, but you often do also see Arsenal going on runs. They're coming off a little bit of a bad run and they had a bounce back, which we tipped them to have at the weekend. And I think that continues here against West Ham. I think these two teams are 
moving slightly in the opposite direction. I think West Ham are digressing slightly, whereas Arsenal are moving towards challenging for the top four. But ultimately, I think they will fall short. I'm going to go for Arsenal. Pick up the win. Pick up the win here, and my lock's going to be Arsenal as a pick available here at five to eight. That's it for me in this edition of the EPL Show. Good luck with all your bets as always, and thanks for listening.